0: Welcome to Atari Bytes, the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story bites as bad. My name is Bill. Thanks for being here once again for episode 6. It's a Friday night. It's the end of the work week. Time to relax. I have a little bit of a cold this week, so I apologize for that. I'll try not to cough on you. But just to be safe, you should probably pause the listening right now and uh, load up on some vitamin C and then come back and listen. I don't want you to get sick. Here, I'll wait. Okay, we're back, and everybody's healthy, except for me. Oh well. So, what's been happening this week? As I record this on, as I said, on a Friday night, I just saw this week the last of the six X-Files episode. I've been reporting on that every week, and the season is done. And that's about all I can say about it. It's clear now that there will be more episodes of the X-Files in the future, I am happy about that. I gotta be honest, there are only about three out of the six that I really thought were were quite good. The other three, not so much. Although, anytime you can get Mulder and Scully on screen together, that's a good thing. So, you know, we'll see what happens with future episodes. In Atari news, I've been reading about Atari game homebrews. I'm sure a lot of you listening know a lot more about this than I do. But it's kind of an interesting idea. I th- thought, and I'm still assuming that most of the time these are uh, games that, that hobbyists or, or even professional uh, graphics, computer graphics people put together to sort of emulate or, or play in the style of the classic Atari games. And then they put them out and you can download them. But I just realized this week that it actually looks like sometimes they're put on cartridges with labels and artwork and stuff, so the whole package actually looks like a classic Atari game. And that's very cool. I'm very intrigued by all of this. And some of the, the games that I've heard about sound very interesting, trying to do new things with the with the format and so forth. So if anyone has any ideas on where a person should start with the home brews, what are the good ones, what are the not-so-good ones, what should we look for? in in quality or gameplay, uh, let me know. Uh, Find me on Twitter, send me an email, because I'm really intrigued by this. Okay, so this week's game is Circus Atari, a 1980 game put out by Atari. The game is pretty much simplicity in itself. I'm looking at the official Circus Atari paper manual that came with my copy of the game, and it says simply, the objective is to pop the balloons and score points. A wall of red, blue, and white balloons appear at the top of the screen. You pop the balloons by catching a clown on your teeter-totter and bouncing him up to the balloons. use the controller, the paddle controller by the way, to move the teeter-totter across the screen to catch the clowns. Each time a clown pops a balloon, the balloon will disappear and you score points. Each player receives five clowns or turns. If you fail to catch a clown on the teeter-totter, he will crash and disappear from the playfield. Press the red controller button, and another clown will bounce off the trampoline from the right or left corner of the playfield. After five clowns have crashed, the game is over. And probably the circus. The clowns may land on any point on the teeter-totter except where the other clown is sitting, which causes them to crash. And that's the game, basically. There are some variations, mostly having to do with how many rows of balloons there are, The standard variation is three rows, of red, white, and blue, although I think on my screen that they actually, the the white row looks more yellow than white. Some of the rows, or some of the variations, your clown moves a little differently when he's up in the air in terms of what he does with popping multiple balloons or, or bouncing back and forth, that kind of thing. But the game, in any of the variations, is pretty much the same thing. Clown jumps, you catch him on the trampoline, bounce him up to the balloons, pop the balloons, repeat. That's the game. Nice and simple. So, I think maybe this would be a good time to listen to me slaughter some clowns. We're in six episodes into the show now, and it's become evident that slaughtering things is a pretty common theme. But this time it's clowns, and clowns are evil. So, it's not so bad. Alright, after the break, let the mayhem under the big top begin. The ringmaster has corralled the lions and forced them to spit out the remains of the lion tamer. So now it's time for the clowns. Yay, clowns! The uh, center ring is open. The balloons are in place, floating high above the crowd. Let's break out the teeter teeter tower. That's hard to say. Alright, let's go. I'm adding the music in case you can't tell. Launch the clowns. Smashing balloons. (laughs) Balloons. Ooh, that's gotta hurt. Clown 2. Ooh, sorry. Ooh, ow. Starting to understand why kids didn't want to play with me on the playground when I was a kid. Ooh, that one never even had a chance. I didn't like him anyway. Well, that was fun. Back to you in the studio. Alright, that was fun, wasn't it? Nice opportunity to work out one of my many childhood traumas by massacring some clowns. I like this game, actually. It's very simple, but it's addictive. In the way that the best simple games are, like Tetris or tic-tac-toe, or global politics. You just play and you play and you want to keep hitting the reset button because it's just fun to hear the teeter-totter make that bouncy noise. And honestly, it's kind of fun in a dark, comedic, perhaps psychotic way, watching your little stick figure clown flapping his arms in the air and then come crashing to the earth. And everybody laughs and has a good time. But... This is a game where we ignore our psychological problems and try to get to the heart of what's going on in the game. Is this just a circus full of really bad clown acrobats? Or is there something more nefarious going on? Maybe the point of the game isn't to pop these silly balloons. I mean, really, what's the point of popping balloons? At least on the Carnival Midway, behind those balloons, there's a a picture of a girl in a bikini or a portrait of a band or something that you can win. These balloons just pop, and then your clown dies, because the other clown probably will fail to catch you on the teeter-totter. Maybe what's going on is that teeter-totter-driver clown, they don't actually give these guys names, I don't know what to call them, is not a clown at all. Is this just a circus full of really bad clown acrobats, or is there something more nefarious going on? Could it be that we're dealing with a serial clown killer? By which I mean a person killing a series of clowns, not a clown who is a killer. I guess that's possible too. A clown who is preying on other clowns? Daring to commit murder in front of a packed big top tent? What would be the motive? Why do it? Maybe jealousy. Maybe clown that you're catching on the teeter-totter had better positioning in the packed clown car from the previous performance. Earl, I hear, is a little gassy. So you want to be... In the backseat if all possible. Maybe there's some hostility over that corn dog incident in Topeka. Maybe. I could totally see wanting to kill clowns. Or even being a clown wanting to kill other clowns. Clowns are pretty creepy. Sorry clowns. So I'm on board with the whole this is a fun family game with serial killers at the heart of it. But could there be something even stranger going on? Something more sinister? Something dare we say... Paranormal. In a classic X-Files episode from Season 2, Episode 20, to be specific, called Humbug, Mulder and Scully investigate murders in a Florida town founded and populated by circus performers. I won't spoil anything for you, but the solution ends up having some paranormal science fictiony ring to it. Something more than just the unusual attributes of the circus performers. So what if the victim in Circus Atari... In the Circus Atari game, isn't a clown or a bunch of clowns, but rather it's a single clown. Every clown that jumps off that trampoline onto the teeter-totter is one single clown. She jumps, pops a few balloons if she's lucky, crashes and dies, comes comes back to life and dies again. Over and over again, the Time Lord of Clowns, or perhaps a damned soul forced to repeat its clownish life, over and over again. The game is you jump, you pop the balloons, you die, you repeat. It's Sisyphus pushing the boulder up the hill for all eternity. It's warning, Dark Tower spoiler, Roland pursuing the man in black, catching him, or not catching him, dying, repeating. Yeah, that all makes sense. What about the teeter-totter? Could the teeter-totter be a physical metaphor for the literal ups and downs of life? The yin and yang? The fact that life is always imbalanced, that it's never level? No equilibrium for you, bub. Now get back out there and make people laugh. What about the balloons? I almost forgot the silly balloons. What do they have to do with anything? Could all those balloons be metaphors too? Maybe each balloon represents a drudgery of daily life. Go to work. Pop. Do the grocery shopping. Pop. Pay the bills. Pop. Wash the car. Pop. Feed the kids. Pop. Run for president. Pop. Pop, pop, pop. Same song, different day. Now, everybody have fun. Or, you know, maybe it's just because it's really funny to watch a stick figure jump up in the air, flail around, and then smash to the ground with a funny sound effect. I guess that's possible, too. See? I give the show a happy ending. And with that, that is our show. You can find the show, as you know if you're listening to this, on iTunes and Stitcher and now on TuneIn. Please do leave a review to help other people find the show, too. Check out the website at AtariBites.lipson.com. Don't forget, when you tell your friends about this, Bytes in Atari Bytes is spelled B-Y-T-E-S Email me your thoughts Tell me what you think about this game Tell me about Atari Homebrews Tell me what kind of dogs you like My family's thinking about getting a dog Let me know what you think of any of the games we've covered Doesn't have to just be Circus Atari Write a poem, make some fan art I don't care, we just want to see what you got you can email me at ataribytes at gmail.com. You can like the show on Facebook. You can follow the show on Twitter at Atari Bytes. Again, Bytes is B-Y-T-E-S. Or follow me at Carnival of Glee. My thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetent for the use of his songs, Take a Chance, Reformat, and Pinball Sprint. And as always, until next time, go play some old games. They've missed you. Thank you.